Hello, and welcome back. My name is Pamela. Welcome to Some Prose in a Poem, where I talk about things that are on my mind, that are surfacing, that I want to talk about. I throw in some prose, and usually I begin and end with a poem. So welcome. Welcome to my new subscribers. If you're a paid subscriber, thank you so much for contributing to the work that I'm doing here on some prose in a poem on Substack. If you're a free subscriber, thank you so much for subscribing and I hope you're enjoying the content and perhaps consider becoming a paid subscriber. Thanks to all for being here. So today I'm going to talk about changes. It's October now and we're in the fall season and autumn leaves are falling, changing colors, beautiful hues of red and gold. And it's, it's a lovely time. It's also a time of change and transformation for me anyway. And so I hope this message today resonates with some of you as it relates to the changing of the seasons in, in a way that can be hard for some. It's getting colder, things are dying off and preparing for the cold winter months. And so I wanna ask this question before I begin my reading. And the question is, how are you feeling in your body about the changes around you? So not just the changes in nature that may be obvious or not, if you're not paying attention, the changes in the trees, the wind picking up, the temperature dropping, the colors of the leaves, the dying back of chrysanthemums, echinacea flowers, any changes going on at the place where you work, in your home. So just taking a moment to notice or witness what those changes are and how you've been experiencing them, how that's showing up in your body, what thoughts have been ruminating with regards to these changes. Do they make you happy or sad or angry or joyful? or pensive, noticing the shifts in your emotions as you contemplate that. And I'd also encourage you to take that inquiry with you after you've listened to this podcast, after you've thought about it. And you might want to jot some things down if you have a journal or use the notes portion on your phone to kind of write some things down about how you're feeling about these changes, the ebb and flows of life. And so often changes can mean 
adapting can mean transformation. It can mean a dying back. So in my garden, the echinacea, the plants, the lavender, everything is slowing down and dying back. My oregano, my herbs, not producing like they were, dying back. I may have one small bit of thyme and oregano and sage left to harvest, and that will be it for me. And I'm thankful because I had a very large bounty of lavender this season or in the summer. Um, I had a good amount of sage. So I've had a good amount of herbs growing for the spring and summer. And so I'm accepting, I'm practicing the Niyama Santosha, which means a contentment, but more of a, an acceptance of what is and what we have no control over, the fall season and the dying back of plants and plant life, the transformation of nature in general, and really reveling in the beauty of that. And so changes, transformation can also mean the death, the dying back of something as we notice plant life dying with the, with the knowing that this is a part of regeneration. So this is the part of the transformation. And so my reading today will be from the book, The Prophet, which is one of my favorite books of all time. And it will be the section on death. So take these words and see how you feel as you listen to this passage from the prophet, Khalil Gibran's The Prophet. Then Almitra spoke saying, we would ask now of death. And he said, you would know the secret of death. But how shall you find it unless you seek it in the heart of life? The owl whose night-bound eyes are blind unto the day cannot unveil the mystery of light. If you would indeed behold the spirit of death, open your heart wide unto the body of life. For life and death are one, even as the river and the sea are one. In the depth of of your hopes and desires lies your silent knowledge of the beyond. And like seeds dreaming beneath the snow, your heart dreams of spring. Trust the dreams, for in them is hidden the gate to eternity. Your fear of death is but the trembling of the shepherd when he stands before the king whose hand is laid is to be laid upon him in honor. Is the shepherd not joyful beneath his trembling that he shall wear the mark of the king? Yet is he not more mindful of his trembling? For what is it to die but to stand naked in the wind and to melt into the sun? 
And what is it to cease breathing, but to free the breath from its restless tides that it may rise and expand and seek God unencumbered? Only when you drink from the river of silence shall you indeed sing. And when you have reached the mountaintop, then you shall begin to climb. And when the earth shall claim your limbs, then you shall truly dance. Just taking those words in. And this past week, I watched a show on Amazon Prime called The Wheel of Time. And if you're not familiar with it, and yes, I know Amazon is problematic. And sometimes we deal with problematic things as we navigate these spaces of colonialism and capitalism, all the things, right? But The Wheel of Time had its eighth and final episode this past week of season two of this show. And it's a fantasy show about magic and mayhem and changes. It's in the title, The Wheel of Time. And that time is not linear, but it's, it's kind of all over the place. And the show explored um, yin and yang, this idea of a little bit of light in the dark, a little bit of dark in the light. They did a really good job of that, actually. The changes that the young protagonists in the series were going through, some of them having more hardships than others. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it. Some of them dealing with much more hardships than their counterparts. But through that hardships arose, transformed anew, changed permanently, stepping into their power and their force. And so there was lots of magic to be able to protect themselves and even change time or slow down time as a construct. And so it was a perfect show to end. I'm sorry it's ended. I'm sorry it only had eight episodes this season. But in the fall season to explore what changes look like and how we as human beings get pushed to our edges, to the precipice of what we think we know, what we want to believe, and how our compassion and empathy bind the two. I've thought today also about the conflict in Israel and Palestine. And I've intentionally removed myself from Twitter because of the toxicity of social media. And my prayer is for all people to be free and not have to experience violence. My prayer is for full understanding 
of colonialism and and the horrors of terror and torture and the Holocaust and how multiple things can simultaneously be true. And for that understanding to wholly unfold, completely unfurl itself so that we may understand and comprehend better and have more compassion. That's my prayer. So as I wrap this up, I'm going to read from Khalil Gibran's The Prophet again. But I just felt like that was on my heart. I just felt like we need to pray for people that may not be like us, look like us, and actively work towards peace in our lives so that we can share that with others through our compassion and our love. Reading once again from the prophet, then Almitra spoke saying, we would ask now of death. And he said, you would know the secret of death. But how shall you find it unless you seek it in the heart of life? The owl whose night-bound eyes are blind unto the day cannot unveil the mystery of light. If you would indeed behold the spirit of death, open your heart wide unto the body of life. For life and death are one, even as the river and sea are one. In the depth of your hopes and desires lies your silent knowledge of the beyond. And like seeds dreaming beneath the snow, your heart dreams of spring. Trust the dreams, for in them is hidden the gate to eternity. Your fear of death is but the trembling of the shepherd when he stands before the king whose hand is to be laid upon him in honor. Is the shepherd not joyful beneath his trembling that he shall wear the mark of the king? Yet. Is he not more mindful of his trembling? For what it is to die, but to stand naked in the wind and to melt into the sun. And what is it to cease breathing, but to free the breath from its restless tides that it may rise and expand and seek God unencumbered. Only when you drink from the river of silence shall you indeed sing. And when you have reached the mountaintop, then you shall begin to climb. And when the earth shall claim your limbs, then shall you truly dance. So this idea of holding the and both in our compassion and in our prayers and in our meditations. Thank you for joining me today. Be blessed.